seekers, explorers, and renegades out there, welcome to another episode of the Alchemy Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Lemke. Today we're going to approach a subject that is a little bit more on the esoteric side, but uh, I have found in my process, in my experience, that it can very well be applied to anybody if you just approach it with the right intention. We can view chords as a metaphor or a representation of something that happens in our subconscious or conscious mind. So it doesn't need to be something that is energetic or uh, esoteric, if you like. In this episode, we are going to approach both sides, both the esoteric and the uh, more physical, mental side of things. But also, uh, please read the uh, show notes on this episode so that you can uh, get a further picture of uh, what can be done about these chords and how to identify them and how to release them. Thank you for joining us today and uh, we hope you will enjoy the show. Today we're talking about chords and for those that are unfamiliar with the concept of chords, uh, you will soon become aware. But first, a quote from uh, Hina Hashimi and uh, the book your life a practical guide to happiness peace and fulfillment the quote goes as follows forgiveness is uh, required to dissolve all negative energy cords because it releases shame guilt anger and hatred now a cord uh, by my definition is an energetic link that connects us to a person place or event and in order to have a chord attached to us or for us to form a chord, um, especially negative chords, there, there has to be an, an unhealed element of what that chord is about uh, within ourselves. Or there has to be a vibrational match for the chord uh, is probably a better way of putting it. Because a, a chord can also be uh, something beneficial. So if you have a, a love connection, for example, or you've been married for a long time, or you have a close relationship, um, you can have a very strong chord between you two. Um, and they can both be a negative and a positive chord uh, between you. Um, and of course, we then want to deal with the negative chord, but keep the positive one. So there, there's uh, some aspects to consider here. So if we're looking at chords, they can be both in our conscious mind or in our conscious awareness, and as well as our subconscious. Uh, so there are chords that we can be aware of, um, and it's really depending on. And, from my perspective anyway is you know when you when you're working through things and healing things within yourself you're peeling the layers of the onion um, and as you peel the layers of the onion there are cords that become uh, kind of you can become aware of on a conscious level that previously have been uh, only available on your subconscious level um, and we'll talk a little bit more about that uh, a little, little bit later. Uh, now, some people psychically perceive these chords uh, as, you know, quite real and, you know, they're different materials and purposes and so forth. So when we do uh, psychic healings, for example, then uh, we can perceive those chords. They could be like barbed wire. They could be just streams of color or light they could be wood you know whatever you know material you perceive them to be but that oftentimes in my experience anyway uh, is to uh, give a symbol to kind of the what the nature of the chord is Uh, and you know barbie on here uh, she and i do a lot of uh, psychic healings together and uh, uh, you know she can uh, probably give more uh, evidence to that too um, but for anybody who's not on the esoteric uh, path or the spiritual path as it were there are you know it has a mental aspect to it too um, you don't need to believe in 
a physical cord, energetic cord to be between you and someone else, because it really is about connections, uh, negative and positive connections, and how we, you know, how we connect with others, how we connect with our memories. So, for example, if we have a memory with a start, strong, uh, strong uh, emotion, so say a negative memory or a memory that has a negative uh, energy to it or negative emotion, then that is a cord. We have a cord to that memory and that event in our past. Uh, so, you know, it doesn't necessarily, for those that don't believe in in the uh, esoteric or the spiritual, then there is still that connection to that event. And only way to deal with that is to deal with the event itself and release that cord or that connection. So it, uh, so mentally, we're talking about oftentimes close relationships. Uh, so we can have a, you know, a problem with a family member, but we have that close connection. So there is that strong bond or strong cord. Um, karma uh, is a big one. Uh, you know, we can have a, uh, a ancestral or family karma. Uh, so, for example, you know, if you come from, uh, well, let's take a, the Jewish community, for example, there is this, you know, persecution has been a big part of uh, the Jewish experience throughout the ages. So there are karmic connections between, you know, generations that haven't experienced uh, persecution, but they still have that connection uh, back through the uh, uh, lineage because it's brought through forward in each generation by the way they are being raised and the values and everything that is being uh, brought to uh, the new generations. So that's how karma works on that level. Uh, now, of course, on it on the esoteric level, you know the there are uh, for those that are you know on the spiritual path and there are actual strings of energy connecting us with other people events places etc and <clears throat> also the uh, the cords can attach without permission so someone can throw out a cord to someone else without that person even realizing um and so there, and also the, the, there are energies and entities that can hack into these cords, like a, you know, a phone line almost, and feed in negative energy into the cord and cause the, the and especially this, we're talking about negative cords here, we can feed the dispute between two people and amplify the triggers. And, you know, that, can then help feed whatever negativity is uh, around. Uh, you know, they can connect to different places on the body. So can connect to your hip or your stomach or your head or your neck or your ear, wherever. Um, and, you know, psychically, you can perceive this uh, often times. And if you sit down in meditation and you you are developing your psychic abilities, then you can uh, uh, kind of look at yourself and see where uh, these might be uh, kind of showing up for yourself. Um, and of course, as always, the, there are uh, things that are hidden in our blind spots, and uh, then we might need some help to help remove those cords. And we'll talk about cord removal in a little bit as well. Um, so how do we identify them? One other important aspect here with the, regards to the uh, esoteric aspect is that there is no need for time and space in this. So you can have cords to past lives. It could be cords to different dimensions, what have you. So uh, really looking at different yeah, it's being open to the possibility, all different possibilities. And uh, so if you are 
kind of doing more of the psychic work, uh, being able to perceive these at different dimensions, so forth, is really important uh, to your clients. Now, to ident identify the chords, um, we already talked a little bit about on the psychic level, on the esoteric level, um, that, you know, it's uh, kind of going into that vibration and that frequency and just perceiving them, uh, you know, setting the intention to identify them with yourself or someone else. Um, of course, if you're doing it with someone else, you know, ask their permit or you need their permission to to work with the, them on that level. So always ask for permission, of course. Um, and it's, so it's having that psychic perception and being able to perceive uh, where they are, what the purpose is, perhaps who they're connected to. Um, sometimes we're not able to, or we're not permitted really to know where they're coming from. And then that's fine. We accept that. Uh, and then that's just not important for the person uh, who's uh, who we're uh, working with to release those chords. But it's still, you know, it is useful to understand where they're coming from because it does give you an opportunity to uh, do uh, more work with yourself on that. Um, but on a mental level, the easiest way is to see what occupies your mind. You know, what? What is, is there something that is nagging you? Is there something that is constantly on your mind? So, you know, are you having a challenge in a relationship? If that is constantly on your mind, then you will have that negative uh, connection and that negative cord. Um, you know, that I don't like talking about negative and positive, but for the purpose of uh, identifying this, uh, I think it's uh, useful for the discussion. And, you know, are you unusually triggered at certain points? So perhaps it comes to a point where you're discovering one day or that you're getting really triggered by things that you're not, not normally triggered by. And if those, uh, or if those triggers are amplified in some way, that's a good indication that you've kind of hooked up a cord or you, you're attached a cord with someone else um, or, you know, with an event or a memory or something that is coming up to be healed, right? So it's always good to ask, ask the question, where is this coming from? Where is this showing up? And uh, once you start getting those answers, uh, start going back and start healing that uh, experience. Um and also, you know, where is your mind going? Where's your energy going? Because uh, they are energy cords and they're en they're, their flow of energy that is flowing in and out of your energy field, you know, whether it's on the mental level, uh, mental level or the esoteric level, there's still energy that is flowing in, in and out so if you're directing energy uh, to a certain place memory or event or person then and it, it's a little bit outside of the ordinary it's not just like having a flash thought about you know your parents or something like that it's kind of uh, having a lot of attention going there then you're feeding some sort of a cord, some sort of a connection uh, that is outside of the ordinary. When we're looking at where our energy goes, if we have, if we find ourselves in a spiral of thoughts, then there might be something that is kind of feeding that and amplifying it. So understanding where the cord is connected to might be useful but in the when we're looking at the the basics of it in order for that as i said before in order for that connection to be made you need to vibrate on uh, on that level you need to be uh, in a vibrational match for that energy to connect with you 
otherwise there would be no way for that energy to connect with you so so when we're looking at uh, looking at the origin or how to identify them it's really okay where is my vibration you know you could be a happy joyful person but there might be an element of you that is at a low vibration it might be an event or something that happened in your past that is bringing one part of your energy down to a low vibration and being able to identify that and this is where this self-awareness and being able to be brutally honest with ourselves is going to really help us move forward because you know a lot of people might move through life and they're like no i'm perfectly happy i'm you know things are wonderful and because of that we don't sit down and say okay is there something i need to be aware of because everything seems okay right but there might be something that's holding us back because we're not looking into we're not reflecting on ourselves um or you can be like in my case uh, you know quite a few years ago just not interested in reflecting at all um and you know things not being good at all but at the same time kind of externalizing it right um and that's certainly a, a place when you you have a tendency to have a lot of chords connect um because every time you meet a new person or you have a new experience there is a new chord that is created and it could be you know a benevolent chord or it could be a, a, a chord that is not beneficial to you and so whenever we have an experience or we meet someone is to reflect on ourselves what did i learn from this experience what did i uh, take from this experience or did this person trigger me at any level uh, and then if they did then there is a propensity or there is a an ability for that connection to have been made so uh, and it you know has nothing to do with the other person it's all to do with ourselves because we are ultimately only responsible for ourselves not responsible responsible for anything outside uh, and at the same time you know nobody else is responsible for us uh, for us so knowing what goes on there and understanding what's happening and reflecting on that will then allow us to help release these cords and release these uh, attachments that we have and attachment is a big thing when it comes to cords because it's kind of you know that's how cords uh, are able to stay with you uh, you attach to something and you can't let it go and it's like i was talking about before the close um, or having the uh, thought process kind of just mulling it over if we are attached to something then there is a cord so if we are attached to a memory it could be a happy memory uh, so for example happier times if we attach to that it's not actually feeding us happiness it's feeding us uh, kind of a, a negative sensation of i wish i was there because i don't like where i'm currently at i wish i was back there uh, then we have that negative uh, drain on our energy into that space um, and releasing that would then allow us to come back into this experience where we are currently at and finding our happiness where we're at at the moment removing cords there if you go and search up energetic cords on the internet uh, there will be mostly energetic uh or mostly esoteric explanations of this and there will be people that are in favor of cutting cords there will be people in favor of uh, 
pulling cords out. Um, so they're, they're different techniques and so forth. And I don't, from an esoteric point of view, I don't subscribe to any given one uh, because it depends on the situation. It depends on the person. It depends on the, uh, the cord that's being created. But from a, when we do psychic work, for example, it's really looking at, you know, what type of a chord is it? You know, Barbie helped me the other day to release a chord that was of wood. So, you know, chainsaw was necessary. Um, and then you can clear out the uh, roots of it. Um, but I think it's, we'll talk a little bit more about that side of it in a, a bit but when we are talking about the mental level i think it's more about dissolving chords because it is a process and it's a practice of healing whatever is within you that is a, a vibrational match for the cord to be created in the first place so once you heal that then the cord won't exist because there will be nothing for the cord to attach to. Now, I think there's so many different views on this and you're always welcome to share your views on, on this particular topic, of course. Um, but I think from a mental level, it is that process of healing the aspects that we, can, we are consciously aware of that are within ourselves and that are then connected to, it could be, you know, our family karma or ancestral karma. It could be connected to our uh, core wounding from our childhood or so forth. So it's, it's really uh, comes down to dissolving the aspect or healing the aspect that is uh, the, the cord is connecting to. Okay, so we have a question in the chat here. How to alter the vibrational match to cut the cord? And yeah, that's exactly uh, what I just explained. Once you heal that aspect, so say, for example, um, when you're a kid, you flip over a, or you, you spill some uh, juice on the carpet and one of your parents uh tell you, oh, why do you always have to be so clumsy, right? So now for your child's mind, being at, you know, a level where you don't understand the uh, concept of original thought, now you're, you're thinking perhaps that, oh, I can, I can never do anything right. And because I can't do, if I can't do things, uh, uh, anything right, I am not lovable. So if people uh, are to love me, I have to do things correctly, right? Now, as a child, if you're uh, under 10 years old, you think that everybody else is also thinking the, this exact same thought about the experience you're having. Whereas your parent might just be running late for work or whatever and be stressed out and just happens to throw uh, uh, unconscious comment out uh, that they didn't meet. And for the adult, it's not a big deal. They move on, but it's now stuck with you. Now, as you go up in the ages, become an adult, you'll look back on this event and you'll be like, no, oh, that's nothing. You know, I spilled some juice and I, yeah, I, felt bad about it but there's nothing to it but in your subconscious you've built up this habit and pattern based on this experience so perhaps you've de developed a, a pattern of uh, perfectionism which is keeping you stuck uh, in certain levels uh, you can't get started with things because um, your things have to be perfect all the time now that's holding you back. And uh, so perhaps when you grow up, you establish a cord with someone else who's, perhaps you have a, someone working for you uh, 
who is quite happy to just give it a go. Now you're triggered by that because it doesn't match your idea of perfectionism. And perhaps that person is quite successful, just giving it a go and see how it works out and, you know, uh, and trying, trying new things. And that doesn't sit well with you, but, you know, subconsciously it's something you'd like to do. You get the idea. So there's a chord created. Now, vibrationally, there might be on a subconscious level, there might be some jealousy in there. Uh, there might be some other lower fre uh, frequency vibrations in that sub uh, subconscious uh, connection, right? Now, if we go back and we take a look, or we find the bread or the the portal and the breadcrumbs that lead back to this experience that is the original sensitizing event of spilling that uh, glass of apple juice. And it, it can literally be that simple. If you go back and you separate the emotion and the from the memory, and you are then able to go in and change your pattern and your habits relating to your perfectionism, then your frequency will elevate. Uh, and then you will not have that vibrational match for that chord to exist because now you don't have the you don't have the idea of perfectionism anymore. So that person who's happy-go-lucky to just try things on, perhaps you now you see that as a uh, as a benefit as opposed to a drawback. And now you're actually engaging with that person, and you're able to work with that person on doing that, and you might be able to do that yourself. So now there's you have a positive connection to that instead. Yeah, so we had the healing that aspect of the, uh, with a cord attached as it were, and raising that frequency. But an important aspect to remember, and I touched on it a little bit in this description, is that once we, and this is also really important, if we, if you go and do, have a psychic healing done or, uh, uh, any type of healing or experience uh, like that, that if someone helps you remove a cord, that cord can reform if you don't deal with the underlying challenge of the cord, whatever was that, what was the vibrational match for it. And that's the same thing for the, the uh, on the mental level, if we don't, work to interrupt the patterns and the habits that we have uh, say we go back and we heal that aspect of ourselves but we don't actually focus on the habits and the uh, and the uh, and the patterns then the experience is going to continue to come back anyway because we are still having those uh, habits or the pattern reoccur in our life. So we did, we're still holding on to an aspect of that. And then chords can still uh, reappear. Now we can, uh, it's easier to break now because we don't have this strong connection to the, the past event or past experience. But at the same time, we are redoing that uh, we're kind of recreating the event because we have the habits and patterns that uh, just reappear and re, uh, reform as it were. So if we're looking at the past event, uh, and also, of course, you know, if that's your belief system, uh, it could be related to past lives as well. So it could be a cord that's connected to a past life, perhaps, uh, you know, you're burnt at the stake as a witch, then that might be a pattern that is being repeated in this lifetime. Perhaps you're uh, not willing to share your gifts or your uh, abilities with the world because uh, of fear of being persecuted, right? So it's being able to cut the cord is important and healing whatever is the vibrational match but also 
reflecting on yourself and being able to look at your own behaviors, patterns, and habits and say, okay, well, this is interesting. I'm, I continue, I have this habit of, I have the habit of doing whatever. I need to find a practice to uh, change that. So we, we go in and we do a pattern interrupt or a habit interrupt uh, where we look at what the habit is doing or what the pattern is. And then we interrupt that and we reinstall a new pattern and a new habit that is more in line with what we uh, desire to do. It, the information, because I know you and I work on a lot of this kind of stuff too, but I think one aspect of it that I think is also really important in regards to dealing with cords is the idea of energy vampirism and the fact that there are a lot of times people who will hook into other people intentionally. Um, a lot of times people use anger or fear, a lot of other things yep. to be able to put that energy into and that um, people can also have the ability to be able to block that. I know I've done clearings for people in the past of where they've had a family member who keeps like plugging into their stomach area because the solar plexus is the ego, which is where your energy center is. And I had someone with their parent that just kept plugging in and using their daughter as like, you know, their nutrition basically for energy and pretty much had to excavate it, pull it out by the root and then installed this uh, white steel magnolia in the stomach. And my client could basically feel every time her mother was trying to punch back in. Um, but then she would just say, you know, nope, you're, I'm not your source of nutrition any longer. You need to go and, and move away. So I think that would be, that's also a really important facet to it as well. Cause we're not always um, aware of that. And personally, I have a giant selenite wand, S-E-L-E-N-I-T-E, which is a natural occurring mineral um, from Morocco. And a selenite wand, if you use it almost like the TSA does on your chakras um, at the airport, it can actually like um, be like a windshield wiper that's just literally, you know, taking all of those cords off. So it's a really important thing that people do, the spiritual hygiene of cord cutting daily and you can do that when you brush your teeth because if you brush your teeth in the morning you brush your teeth at night just ask that any lower frequency cords that don't belong to you and that you no longer wish to have that you just release and cut those off and that's something that can be really really easy to do as a daily practice absolutely and the uh, yeah it's a good point there with the energy of vampires um is the they they hook into your weaknesses um, and like Barbie was saying, you can, you know, have that cord removed, but if, if you then don't say no, and you still allow that person to kind of violate your boundaries, um, uh, the same way you did before, then that, that, uh, cord can then be recreated. So it's important that once you become aware of these cords, and you have them removed, that you then also install the practice of establish your, um, understand that this is happening and have your boundaries say, no, I'm not doing this anymore. Like Barbara was saying, you know, it's like when you, you can feel the, that person trying to reattach, that you just say, no, this is not happening. I'm not doing this. And, uh, create a new boundary and create a new pattern of behavior. Um, and oftentimes you can see the frustration with the people that are trying to do this because um, the, there's a new dynamic. Uh, and the, oftentimes in relationships, as I said before, there are, you have the, the kind of high frequency chords and the low frequency chords. So I think that's better than positive and negative. Um, so if you remove the uh, low frequency cord and you, uh, you, you kind of hold, uh, hold your boundaries to that level, then you can notice if the other person is unaware of this, you can notice a change in the dynamic of that relationship. Um, and if it's an energy vampire, as it were, um, then that person can become very frustrated and, and can lash out and you know <laughs> and, but they don't have to be necessarily aware that they're doing anything like this 
they just know that there's something different going on. So it's a good good way of uh, uh, identifying if the, uh, uh, the the process of work does work. Um, and also when you know when you heal that aspect within yourself and you remove the connection with uh, the person or the event, uh, you kind of become a you, you present yourself differently energetically uh, to your surroundings. So other people will notice that perhaps that you know they can feel that your boundaries are different. Uh, they can feel that your your frequency is now different. Um, so there are a lot of lot of things that happen when we remove these cords and we heal those aspects within ourselves uh, because essentially we're able to move on. Um, and oftentimes, if we have these cords, then it becomes an impediment to us moving on and pursuing whatever path we're looking to pursue, right? I think it also might be worthwhile to state also, Christopher, that you and I, since we actually taught a course last year called Science of Signs, we're going to be revamping that and re-updating that with a lot of this information on it. So there will be a core course that we're going to be coming up with that will be for the summertime in regards to having these kind of spiritual hygiene practices because it really can make a huge difference and i even noticed for myself like what you're talking about when you present yourself differently you don't have anything where there's a hook for people to hook into mm-hmm. and you literally are a completely different energetic being and from that perspective you start to attract completely differently than you did in the past and that is probably the best part of almost being close to heaven because you are doing a pattern interrupt of where you're no longer allowing yourself or you're no longer beholden to some of the old patterns in the past, because it's like, you know, you see the dog you do that's on the sidewalk and you know that the dog you do is on the sidewalk. So you can step around it because you know it's there, but a lot of times people don't know it's there. And to me, cords and getting entangled in cords is a lot of times like, to, like stepping in dog do uh, on the sidewalk. Yeah. And if you have no, uh, special aware- awareness around you, then uh, you step in it and then you, you kind of uh, need to deal with that, right? But if you have awareness, you can step around it. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it is very much part of the, the hygiene of uh, both on the mental, mental or even uh, the uh, esoteric level where you on a daily basis, whenever you sit down to meditate and clear clear your energy or clear your mind or just to bring your yourself into more of an equilibrium, uh, that is part of healing all those aspects of yourself. And like we mentioned in the uh, the quote in the beginning, it is a lot of that forgiveness you know once you achieve forgiveness for you you know forgiveness towards yourself or your uh, others around you or events that have taken place in your life then that then you release that so i know we last year we had an episode on forgiveness and to me in a way i know i've forgiven once i can think about a memory or bring up, recall a memory without having the emotion rise within me. Then I know I've, I've kind of released the connection with that, released the att- attachment to that. So we had a question here in the chat. So how do I bring the polarity back in the friendship? Uh, uh, I feel I've become one-sided now and I'm doing more of the work and it doesn't feel good anymore as I am no longer being asked how I am or anything like that. A uh, lot of different things in the same commentary, I suppose. But So when you say polarity, you're looking at uh, the, the balance, I suppose. Um, and I suppose it's, you know, you have uh, in, uh, in psychiatry or in psychotherapy, you have parts theory uh, where we play different parts. So perhaps 
you have moved into different um, different uh, dynamic in your friendship uh, where you know you have now the chords are imbalanced perhaps so perhaps there is some sort of a low frequency chord that's been established and you might not be aware of it so it's something that you can then check in with yourself and say okay we're what is the dynamic of our relationship now? Why is it in, uh, out of balance? Um, and it's at this point, I uh, obviously I can't answer <laughs> as to what the nature of that is. But when we have these shifts in in uh, shifts in relationships. Both of you, everybody changes all the time, right? Because we experience things all the time. And so perhaps, you know, two people, like if you're, like I was saying before, if you remove a cord, then you've, you've grown, you've established something with yourself, you have an understanding of yourself, you've changed. Now you show up in a, a relationship that, from one day to the next is not going to be different in dynamics because you've changed, but the other person has changed as well. Now, if, if you're changing in two different directions that you may not agree with, then it might not be that the other person is, uh, you know, it might not be that they're connecting with you at the same level and more vice versa. Right. So if the, if the relationship is one-sided, you have to ask yourself why that is. What change has happened within you and what change has happened within the other person? Now, what's happened within the other person, you can't really know because we don't, it doesn't matter how well we know someone else, we don't know their story. So they may have peeled the layer off their onion, as it were, and re, uh, rediscovered uh, something traumatic or something, and that has now upended their mental balance. Um, and you may not be aware of that. So not to make assumptions about the other person, but see, you know, how have you changed in relation to uh, them and the relationship you have with uh, that person? hope that helps. Um, it is always challenging because these experiences like relationships or our experiences at large and this is why i'm a proponent for really bringing things down to very simple basic terms and concepts because it's far too complex out there for us to understand every little component of it so we can identify certain uh, certain ideas and certain things though uh, kind of right there in front of us but when it comes to you know the the whole everything that comes into our experiences it's far too complex for our kind of feeble minds to <laughs> understand we kind of on a subconscious level it's a different matter but we are not constantly in the subconscious to understand uh, the complexities of uh, all our experiences now, on a, once we kind of look at it from an intuition perspective and a kind of in, inner wisdom, then we can develop a uh, different kind of understanding of it. But still coming from bringing it down to more of the more simple elements, you know, for example, that, you know, I can't control anything outside of myself. The only thing is I can control my thoughts, my words, my actions. Uh, that's just one example. Okay, another question here or comment. I've given a lot of attention to the other person. Okay, follow up here. I've given a lot of uh, attention to the other person and constantly about their needs and forgotten myself in the process and forgotten my needs within the friendship. How do I bring the topic up? What do I do next? I want to get the scale balanced again. Um, well, clearly, so. In parts theory, the, as I was ex explaining before, uh, 
that person has probably taken a more dominant uh, dominant role where you're kind of taking more of a subservient role. Um, and so I think the best way to do that is to say, this is how I feel. Communicate. Uh, this is my experience of our relationship. Uh, what's yours? And just communicate what's going on within you because you can't expect anybody else, like I was saying before, we can't assume we know anybody else's story. At the same time, nobody else can assume they know our story, though you know a lot of people do. Uh, and a lot of times we might do that about others as well. But to help alleviate that, we can communicate how we feel. We can communicate how we experience our relationships. And then if the other person is uninterested in, you know, our, our perception of the relationship, then perhaps they're not interested in finding that balance any longer. Or perhaps they're so comfortable in the new balance or the new dynamic that getting back into balance is not of interest to them because they like being uh, the superior and you like having you kind of look after their needs. But you won't know that until you communicate, until you bring it up and uh, understand where they're coming from, because they might have a totally different experience. They might feel something completely different. So that would be my suggestion, communicate. And that hopefully you can, I mean, I suppose friendships, if they don't change at some level, then they stagnate. So you don't want it to be exactly the same it was before. You want to allow yourself to grow and grow, uh, have deeper connection uh, in the friendship. Uh, if it just stays on a surface level and stagnate at that level, then there's not going to be any growth or any uh, thing brought out of it. Okay, Tatiana, let's see. How to recognize our role in engaging with someone who is desperate in need of our energy, but that brings down our vibration. Um, well, you know, when you're around people, you feel drained. Uh, certain people might uplift you. Some people may drain you. Uh, if there is, if it's a one-way street, you know, if they are just taking, 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 and there is no reciprocal, uh, you know, like uh, the other person was saying here, that there is, it's a one-sided in the relationship, uh, then, you know, those are all good indications that someone's draining you. Someone's just feeding off of you. Um, and oftentimes that does happen when our, you know, our guard is down and we have, we might have poor boundaries uh, in terms of certain people. Um, and some people you might have different boundaries, but if your boundaries are weak in terms of certain people, because you've, and again, it comes down to that attachment, right? And oftentimes, parental and child relationships can develop in this way where the parent or the, the child grows up and now suddenly is an adult, but the parent still sees themselves as superior to the child uh, and want the dynamic to stay the same way they have previously. They may uh, then end up in a um, that kind of draining um, uh, relationships where they are taking more from the relationship than they are feeding into it. Does that make sense? Yeah, that, that makes totally sense. I'm also asking because sometimes we're good at recognizing what, when people is draining us, but um, I believe that we meet people that we need to engage with and sometimes we need to help people or we need to learn a lesson from that. 
but I always struggle with this because either I decided not to engage or I decided to have a relationship with someone that I know is draining me, but I know is for some reason is there in my life and I need to like accept the challenger. Well, however, <laughs> it's like, it's at the end, of, I, always, I always ended up like losing the battle, you know? Mm-hmm. So probably I'm not using the tools. Probably I don't know how to use them. I don't know. Well, of course, you know, if they're, as I said before, every experience you have, every person you meet, every uh, place you go, you create a cord. You create a connection, right? Now, is that connection benefiting you? So say you go to holiday somewhere, and it's beautiful, it's amazing, you have, you meet a romantic interest, you have a, a holiday fling, right? Now, for the rest of that year, whenever you think about this place, all you can think about is how you wished you were back at that place. Now, obviously, the experience in itself was beneficial to you, but now you, you've kept a part of yourself at that place. So now you have this strong cord that every time you think about it, it brings down your vibration because it, it doesn't allow you to uh, leave, so to speak. It, does, it, it brings down your vibration because you're, you're feeling jealous of the version of yourself that was there, right? So uh, if you can then change it to bring the experience back or just recall the emotion of it and release the memory, then you have the healthy benefits of it. And you don't have that cord that is holding you back there. But you're just allowing the memory to evoke a feeling and you release the memory and you hold that feeling within yourself so that you help raise your frequency, right? That is then a high frequency cord to it. So it's really looking at understanding how we interact with places, people, uh, experiences, and how do they make us feel? Do you feel good? Interesting. Yes, that's so interesting. So can we clean our energy in the same way that we clean our body? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, when you are sitting down to meditate, for example, and you find that stillness and you just kind of, and you ground your energy and, you know, you can do this physically as well. You go out on the lawn or go out in the grass with the bare feet and just release energy from within yourself. And you can feel that when you're walking around the grass, it, it like it literally makes your feel, feet tingle, right? Um, and when you're sitting down to meditate, just check your, check your energetic body and state, state the intentions to release any cords or identify any cords. Because it's always good to, you know, if you know where, where the cords are and why they are there. Uh, and also, you know, within yourself, if you have something that comes up, an emotion that comes up, as I've said so many times before, observe it and say, oh, interesting, I have this emotion coming up. Where is that coming from? Because, you know, most of the time there's going to be, uh, if you have a uh, low frequency emotion that comes up, I bet you there's going to be a cord that's connected to that because it's, it, it happens frequently and happens so quickly. It might be a very small cord, but if you work on healing that, what will cause that emotion to come up or low frequency emotion to come up, then, and you, you kind of work on that, then you will, diminish the ability for those cords to connect and to uh, attach to you. 
that makes sense, Tatiana? Thank you very much. My pleasure. Um, okay, let's see. We have some other comments here. Uh, attached to a situation or place or person, is it like separating the emotion to the person holding to the high frequency vibration? Um, well, so take, for example, let's go back to the, the child version of yourself that spills the glass of apple juice. You know, one aspect of that is to uh, forgive yourself for spilling the uh, glass of uh, apple juice. Uh, one aspect is to forgive your parent who made the uh, stupid comment of, can't you ever do anything right? Right? And forgive yourself for all the, the times that this has reoccurred in your life as perfectionism that has prevented you from uh, doing what you want to do. Now, you know, once you can release that, then your frequency, you will be, a, a, you go into a frequency of acceptance. You accept your experiences throughout your life and you will then have acceptance for that journey. And because that journey has brought you to the understanding of your experiences that you have today, and acceptance is a very high frequency vibration. Um, so yes, absolutely. Uh, once you separate the emotion and the, the, uh, the memory, then your frequency automatically goes up. But the separation is not like tearing them apart. The separation happens because you're able to bring compassion, acceptance, forgiveness into the process, into the experience. And through that, you can then uh, be grateful for the experience in itself because you understand what the experience brought to you as a gift and understanding. So, yes, absolutely. It's uh, separating those does uh, elevate your frequency for sure. I think a lot of times, you know, these subjects, they might, they're simple on the surface of it, but if we don't have a concept of it and we're then we can't be aware of it and if we can't be aware of it we can't heal it so whether you are coming from a you know uh, esoteric spiritual perspective or you're coming from a uh, more of a uh, existential kind of uh, material uh, perspective or mental perspective then uh, just understanding that this, these things operate within you and operate around you, uh, then you can bring this level of healing uh, to yourself. Okay, so we had a comment here. Uh, I think it's interesting, the deeper level truth of it and how everything has a cord and layers of it. Yeah, I mean, that is... Uh, the, the different layers we have within ourselves and our different experiences, that's how uh, it it's all builds up, right? Until get to the point where we get too overwhelmed with it and then we, we can't avoid it any longer and we need to start peeling back the layers and get into the core of it. So thank you for that comment. Yeah, uh, someone here commenting that surprising at times I felt cut the cord with someone and the very next moment they uh, get in contact. And that is probably one of the most common uh, kind of effects when you, when you cut the cord and you establish those boundaries, I, you don't allow the cord to reestablish uh, because then even if the other person is completely unaware of their own energetic, uh, you know, body, if you like, at some level, they will recognize that it's happened and something has changed and they, they then uh, will contact you because there is a shift in the dynamics between the uh, you and them. 
So yeah, it is very interesting, and it, it is a very good <laughs> good indication that it actually worked, because uh, they will try to contact you. Well, thank you everybody for showing up and bringing your beautiful energies and uh, uh, participating in the discussion today. And I will see you next week. Take care, everybody. Ciao. If you're new to the concept of chords, it's perfectly understandable that you may need some time to digest and uh, process the information that was shared in this uh, episode and also that is on the uh, show notes. Um, but do take it to heart and start looking at your own experiences and predominantly uh, primarily uh, start looking at how do you observe yourself and you will know this from having heard my previous episodes that i always talk about observing yourself from your own awareness because then you start realizing that you aren't your thoughts you aren't the problems you aren't the experiences you are the person experiencing them so you can observe yourself and you can then start applying controls to your words your thoughts and your actions and once you do that then you can start to explore why these patterns keep showing up in your life or perhaps why am i triggered by these things and why am i being dragged back into the drama of these past relationships and so forth and so forth when we're embroiled in it and we're just in the midst of it we're stuck in our heads it is very difficult to uh, separate ourselves from the experience if you'd like to explore this topic or any other topic for that matter further then please do contact us uh, by going to thealchemyexperience.co.uk click on the 30 minute free consultation booking button and uh, see if we can uh, set up a time for you to have a chat with us and perhaps we're the place for you to explore, explore these aspects within you further. But for now, I wish you a wonderful week ahead until we release the next episode of the Alchemy Experience podcast, which is always on Fridays at 11.11 British time, London time. So see you then. Have a good one. Bye.